Caitlin's back. For another, for another baby. Yeah. Uh, Chris. Caitlin moved. Chris and Chris are here. <laughs> Not for nothing. Chris, how are you? Caitlin, pipe down. Yeah. Pipe down, Seriously, Caitlin. Yeah. Come on. Uh, how are you, buddy? I'm great. It's real loud in my headphones. I'm going to turn this down. Yeah, that's right. I said headphones because I'm fucking pro. Yeah. We're doing the shit pro level. Getting more pro after three uh, yeah, years. Last week was, if last week was any indication, this this podcast will sound good in 2020. <laughs> you got to have goals, Chris. You got to have long-term uh, when, goals. Pittsburgh. When are you going to go to Pittsburgh and, uh, and um, make this better? Uh, September 18th. Is that the date? Yeah. that's Well, that's when the Seahawks are playing the Steelers. Was the fifteenth? Whatever, something around there. Are you coming then for sure? Yeah, I need. Well, we needed to talk about it. Hopefully, not on the during the show. But uh, oh, the only reason I bring it up is because Peter John, uh, are the intern Peter, mm-hmm. he's very concerned about you coming to town and wants to be prepared. He wants to like shower and get a new hairdo and oh, get like his nice together. Yeah. Okay. Because he little does Peter John know, uh, he will be doing a live podcast that day. Oh, that'd be amazing. Uh, be on air. And he's gonna hate it, and he's gonna lose sleep over it because he's not gonna. <laughs> he's gonna be all nervous. We'll give him a Xanax or something the night before so he can sleep. Fuck that. We'll get him stoned. Because <laughs> <laughs> that'll probably be better. <laughs> no, Peter John Stone. will be so tense. <laughs> just to a vote, listeners. Should we get Peter John Stone before? Ooh, his first? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, add uh, comments to our uh, iTunes page. Review yeah, our it, definitely. Yeah. Our, our, yeah, or can. somewhere. Or post it on our, I don't know if you can post it on our Facebook page, which we never use. But yeah, go there too. Yeah, there's nothing. We don't really have any way to talk to our friends. We should maybe, I don't know what it is. Is it Facebook? I don't it, know. it should be Twitter, but I don't know how to use Twitter. I failed on my one. I mean, if thing. people engage me on the Twitter, th- on the on the Twitter, oh my god, uh, then I would I would I would totally engage back then. But I'm not. I hate just putting stuff out there on my own by myself and not like. Well, know, what's like the I'm Twitter? Just talking to myself. Start there. What's what's the Twitter? Maybe we could get the. Maybe we could jumpstart everything. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that you know, geez, that's a kind of a novel idea. Um, it is. I'm looking for it as we speak because I don't yeah. know it off the top of my head. I'm not a big Twitter guy. Yeah, and I feel like that's making me a healthier person. It's but. at not for the number four. Yep. Nothing. No G. Yep. Show. Okay. Yeah. At not, not for, for nothing, nothing show. Show. Easy yeah. enough. Yeah. Let's get that Twitter shit going. All right, man. Let's get the Twitter. Let's let's right. join. Let's join mm. 2014. <laughs> let's get let's get on board. Let's now that everybody board. else is getting off it of works Twitter, for Donald Trump. It can work for us. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll just start blasting people. And calling yeah, people yeah. out and like, yeah. Finger blast them. Blast them. Finger yeah. blast them. Blast them with a Twitter tool. Yeah, we just blast your butthole. <laughs> Chris, sorry. It's, it's one of those mornings. Yeah. It's a butthole blaster. Yeah, well, Sound Caitlin's back. there, so. <laughs> butthole blasty boardy. <laughs> so, it's, we don't have a ton to talk about, so let's just, I'm going to go right off the rails. Okay. Uh, from the jump. So, so uh, first, let's aim for the uh, September 15th is the next. Or the first live show. I don't know how we'll make that happen. Yeah. It seems very soon. Um, Chris, just a couple of uh, housekeeping things. Okay. I'll be in uh, Montana next week, so we'll go super remote. Oh. It'll sound like shit. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you will, you're not bringing. You're not bringing equipment with you. I am probably not bringing all this shit with me. <laughs> okay. Although I could. Yeah. Maybe I will. Yeah. Maybe I will. Mm. Or I'll record it at Tommy V's house. 
now the reason I bring up Tommy V is because Tommy V, I don't know him. Uh, one of my oldest, dearest friends, and he's an incredible musician and a really good recording artist and a good producer. Oh. He actually produced the jingle for my old show, the um, oh, man. the uh, West Beverly High jingle, which yep. is, is still one of the best songs ever made. Ever. So Chris brought up something before the show started. Chris, you want to you want to tell the fans what what you what's been on your mind and why Tommy V or any of our listeners might be interested in what you had to say yeah I, you know what I, it's been it's been almost three years now as the as the nfl season starts in in at, at the end of the month or the beginning of september here um it's kind of i've been thinking about this and and we've been using a couple songs here that probably longer than we should have been using them yeah well, and um matt john mattson list long time listener annoying texter hates the song <laughs> and I, you and i love it so we don't care about john in that sense um, no, but but I've been off. thinking like we should just like we should have our business. own and and one of our great listeners or or friends of the show who created that amazing logo for us and I Brian I, Rinaldi represent exactly uh, I just feel like now at this point um, maybe we should think about having our own theme song yeah, intro I outro whatever two same you know one we could use both if you guys want to get really creative I, we want to throw it out there to the listeners and our friends and our fans and whoever else might uh you know has a any sort of creativity to them and could um, we could we go as far as to say song contest and let's have it done by the beginning of the nfl season that's exactly what i was thinking i i didn't want to go that far because i'm not sure how many responses we'll get to this and how we'll many get a, entries a million at Do least a million okay it's gonna right. be, the intern's gonna have his hands full picking uh, out sorting the through these. <laughs> yes all these sound files it's gonna be intense it's and, been uh, crazy so I guess maybe we should set up a web, well, an email or something. I don't know. Tweet at us if you want. Sure, to, uh, tweet. Get a hold of Chris. Most people. Most uh, people just text me. <laughs> text you or tw- or whatever. I you'll find a way. I'm sure you'll find a way. If if you want, you can find us and get a hold of us at some point in time. There's an iTunes page. I know people use the review pages for for communications on on other shows well, and whatnot. It's, so it's interesting. You should bring that up. The review page. Our review page has gotten a little stale. We had good traffic for a while. Um, yeah. You know, I'd love to see some more reviews out there. Yeah, if any of you have too. not reviewed the site, yeah. or if you have, just cheat and do another one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'd like we'd like to see some momentum there. That's how we're going to get some great uh, sponsors back. Do but I'd like to have I'd like to have Dirty Wipes back for the NFL season. Ooh, um, I don't know if that's. Possible. I'm in talk. I'm in talks with uh, that's some local, big. some local purveyors, some Pittsburgh, uh, some Pittsburgh companies that okay. might be interested great. in doing some. Means, which means we'll have to be a little bit more uh, boots on the ground, if sure. you will, to use another great uh, leader's <laughs> sentence. Um, I was listening to – so the reason I think this is uh, the kismet and the timing of this idea of doing a, a song, a theme song, is I was listening to uh, – you know, as I do, I was listening to Pittsburgh Sports Radio. And Ed Bouchette, longtime Pittsburgh Trib uh, writer who lost his job, I think, recently, but is now – gone to the Atlantic mm. or sorry, the athletic, not mm-hmm. the Atlantic. Right. Uh, he, he still does a, he still does a weekly or like a once in a while thing with on the fan here. He's a terrible commentator. All he does is spin yarns about the seventies, <laughs> which seems to be a, a theme here. People love to talk about like, yeah. they love to name drop players that like you, like Hank Poteet, like shit that you just have not thought about in a long time. <laughs> And okay. like, oh, yeah. yeah, I remember one time. There's nothing better LC, than yeah, LC Greenwood. Um, anyway, uh, 
he has an intro song and it's fucking hilarious. It's got all these like clips. It's like, <laughs> like all the guys like smashing helmets. And it's like, Ed Bichette live on the fan. It's all <laughs> break. Oh, like, just a good cheesy like, sports yeah, radio like whistles, intro. Like, yeah. yeah, like yeah. fan, yeah. like the fans cheering and, and atomic the atomic bomb whistle. blowing up and like, uh, yes. yeah. And then, and then it's like after all that fanfare, it's like Ed Bichette and he's like, um, yeah, so uh, Is it Michael Marty? one time. He's not even he's not even as good as Michael Marty. <laughs> he's terrible. And I love Ed Bichette. I loved reading him. Yeah. He's such a cranky writer. Right. God, listening to him is tough. Yep. I, I can imagine. Those yeah, guys right. are better writers than that's why they were always writers, because they're not uh, well, that's interesting. They that's couldn't interesting. be on the air or anything like that for like as, as a consistent job or full time. Well, job. if Ed Bichette has a fucking theme song, we need a theme song. That's what I'm getting. At. Yes, I mean I, I love Bob Seger, but I think three years is a little long in the tooth. Yep. For the Seegs. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Maybe that could be our outro song. Could be. I, I, I there's part of me that just doesn't want to use it anymore uh, and have our own. Want to retire it? I think it's time to retire. I think it. it's time to retire it and have our own yeah. stuff. And that way, you know, there's just there's no. You know, it's just ours. It's our own stuff. Yeah. It's our own show. It's our own stuff. Um, I fucking, I'm, I'm loving this. I'm loving this new look. It's okay. going to feel good. Yeah. Once you is. figure out how to use your microphone and we get a theme song, I think we're going to really take off. <laughs> year three is going to be our year. Or year four so is huge. It, no, it would be year three, right? Uh, we've done two seasons. We've done two we've done, seasons. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's only, we've only, we're only around two years. We're not around three years. Uh, now, see, now you got me uh, all confused on the timelines. Here. Isn't this fuck you up? I when people are like, "Happy birthday on your forty-first year," and I'm like, "Wait a minute, wait, is it? I don't know. It. I, I hate when a... people throw those fucking curveballs at me." <laughs> we started. They're like, "Your first year was your first year, so you're really only already a year old." And I'm like, "Wait, but I'm one." And they're like, "No, you're no, two. You silly man. You're on your second year." And I'm like, "No, I don't understand." Time machines. We started in 2016, I believe. Yeah. So this is our third. We're starting our third year. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, 16, yeah. That can't be right, though, because no. we have all these, because we have like a million shows. We're, we're up to 100 and something. Today's 150 as well. Today's 150? Today will be, today's episode is 150. And there's 52 weeks in a year, and we rarely miss a week. So I would say... It is safe to say that we are almost on our three-year anniversary. August 29th, 2016. Holy shit. Yeah. So this is – technically, this will be three years. Right? Wow. Three We've been years. in office as long as Donald Trump. <laughs> Longer. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. I'm yeah. just getting my Trumpisms out of the way because I'm going back to Montana and i got to be careful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. You be Man, careful. it yeah. does not go over well. Get some guns my attitude. Protect yourself, Chris. Well, luckily, my dad has a small cache in his garage that's unlocked and totally unprotected and ready for a meth head <laughs> to steal. So. That's the best kind of Yo, can I tell cash. you the fucking best thing? And the listeners will enjoy this. They should. They anyway. better. Yeah. I'm going back to Montana we'll make alone, solo, next oh. week. Sans wife, which Oof. means I can full redneck, right? <laughs> Get a can of skull. I am going to Libby, Montana. Libby. For Libby, Montana. Look it up. It's a tiny lo like logging town, which tells you how much business is going through there right now. Uh, they have a thing called uh, Hot August Night. Yeah, they do. What Hot August Nights is is a car. It's a car meet uh, put on by a Libby, a Libby car show 
organization. I don't know the name of it off the top of my head. Next week I'll get I'll get back to you on it. But something I've always wanted to do, and I'm finally fucking doing it on on Friday night, the first night of the car event of the show, is a burnout. And they close downtown. They close the main street of downtown, and anyone who wants to participate can in a oh. burnout. And they just do burnouts. <laughs> oh, burnout over burnout over burnout, like just all night long. Just anyone can burn their car out and just tear through fucking downtown Libby, which is insane. My dad, who is like born and raised Kalispell, Montana guy, he even thinks it's insane that they allow this to happen. He's like, he's like, I mean, this got to be the last year. There's no way. There, there were three rules to the burnout contest. Um, there's I rules? There's no, there can't yeah. be any rules. Rule number one is it's a two-point elimination si- system. Okay. Okay. Rule number two is if you get caught with an open container, that's one point, which means you get two open containers before you get kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what rule three is. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, is that you can drink and drive during this contest you're not supposed to, but if right. you get caught, one, that's a warning. That's Two, amazing. you're out of there. Isn't that fucking that's crazy? That's fantastic. Yeah. I don't know what the other point was. I mean, like, what uh, else could get you a point? Uh, I guess maybe like mooning. Maybe mooning's <laughs> not allowed. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be MAGA hat central. It's going to be fucking incredible. Oh, I, man. I, yeah. You better, go, you know, you better grow a I'm, mustache I'm, for I'm this. Looking, oh, dude. I'm for sure growing a mustache. The, the mustache is coming. Yeah. You need a like, Baker Mayfield the, mustache for this one. Dude, it's going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait to bring back swag. There's going to be so many garbage t-shirts purchased at this thing. Oh, also, give me one. I want a good Montana garbage t-shirt. Here's the best part. <laughs> My dad is letting me take a Mustang. Ooh. I, I get to drive one of his Mustangs. Wow. Only Mustang. Wait, I know. How many does he have? He has one. He oh, has one. Okay. He, I get to. So my dad has a couple of classic cars. Uh, oh, but just one Mustang. And one Mustang. And I, uh, I, it's, I talked to him on the phone yesterday, and he was like, well, you don't want to drive with your parents. Do you want to take the Mustang? And I was like, dude, oh, do I want to take the Mustang? Yes. Do I want to enter it in the burnout contest behind your back? <laughs> Absolutely. Can you – you, are, you, are you okay? Can you burn out? Can you do these like uh, – I can do anything I put my mind to. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to rip the axle off the car. <laughs> Just drop the transmission and put the thing through a fucking like hair salon. It's probably what would happen. Yeah, we There's need no a video of this. This is the kind of stuff I want to put on the Twitter account. Yeah, man. This yeah. is so look out. And the best part is, is that the whole my mom's whole family is coming to town for it. We've got all the Canadians. They're all coming down. Oh yeah, uh, it's Canadians yeah, it's gonna be balls out. Like it's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be a rip roaring good time. So I, like I am. It. I like it. And it's, it's like 100 degrees right now. So this just, is a must-see, must-hear about. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty stoked. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty stoked on it. If I don't come back from Montana, you know where I am. I'm Libby. I live in a trailer. <laughs> I've already got three kids. <laughs> and a mega hat. And a mega hat. I got a mega tattoo. That's what <laughs> of the hat. <laughs> of the hat. On my forehead. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, man. it's going to be a big time, big time out there in Montana. Right. Uh, I will definitely, I, man, it, it, it makes me almost want to bring this gear so I can be like live from oh. Montana. Yeah. Do, like even burnout. If, even if we did like a 
just like a five or ten minute clip, we can we can insert that into the show at some point later. I'll try to record. I'll All try. Right. I'll see what I can All do right. about recording this shit. <laughs> I, this is when we need a Zoom recorder. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's I'm I'm sidebarring on top of sidebarring. The fact of the matter is, is that I will be in town with the great Tommy V. He's he's out in Kalispell right now, and I'm going to put him to the task. He might even just make us a song while you're there. That's what I'm hoping. That's boom. what I'm hoping. Boom, boom. He's a he's a genius with a jingle. He's Love the th- thirty minute or thirty second master. He's so good at making like a thirty second song. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you want to get into sports, but yeah, a little bit. But before we do, I, I had one thing that we, while I was away on vacation, and then we kind of we didn't we kind of forgot about this, and something happened while I was gone, and, and we didn't get a chance to talk about it. So I want to know um, to see, and this is kind of a this is kind of a, a test for you. So one of the old white legendary actors died a few weeks back, Chris. Was it A, Gary Busey? Okay. B, Nick Nolte? (laughs) (laughs) Or C, Rutger Hauer? It was Rutger Hauer. And I know this because. I know this because um, we work with a great uh, PA who knows all about B movies. His name is Jim Kelly. And I I did an event with him. And he, in true Jim Kelly fashion, knew exactly what I was talking about because he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, everyone's like butthurt about Rucker Hauer and, and Blade Runner. And I was like, yeah, but what about Blind Fury? And he was like, exactly. Yes! Blind Fury. Blind Fury. Blind Fury is one of the most underrated movies of all time. The premise is ridiculous. Yes! It's, it's yes! so bonkers. It's so stupid. And yet Rucker Hauer pulls it off. I don't understand he how. pulls it out don't. with a plum, Chris. <laughs> it is a master acting lesson. <laughs> it really is. I'm glad you appreciate. I can't believe we've fun. never talked about this movie before. I don't think. Not that I can remember. I at least I think maybe because I was a little, I was a little afraid that no one had ever seen it. So I, there was one summer where I was. Yes. I, I was. I was like. In, I was kind of like a nerd. Like I just didn't like really have like. <laughs> <laughs> a lot going on in my life. I was like 14. Like it was like that weird, awkward year yeah. where like all yeah. my zits came out yeah. and a mustache mm-hmm. and I had glasses. You home like for I the had... summer. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I basically stayed home for the summer. Yeah. I like, I, we You're played indoors. wiffle ball. I played wiffle ball nonstop or I went to the video store when yep. there were video stores yep. and, uh, and they had a 99 cent rack and I just went through the whole fucking thing and I saw <laughs> insane movies. I spit on your grave comes to mind immediately. If you want to see one of the most fucked up movies of all time that a 14 year old should definitely not be watching. Mm. Uh, but blind fury was one of them. And I remember being like, this movie's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's good, but it's likable. It's, Is it? It's, see, well, it's I, wa- and it's watchable. Like I, I remember that that used to come on TV like all the time. Like I don't know if it was like TBS or one of those you know channels that always have those weird movies come on, bad movies come on. So, but every time that came on, I would watch that whole thing. So apparently, um, this movie was written by the guy that wrote Jim Cotta. So if oh, you, that makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. Okay. So and and it is and it is loosely based on a Satoichi movie. Uh, it's a, a remake of Satoichi Challenge. So anyone okay. that knows anything about Satoichi movies, I think uh, that makes a lot of sense the, too. Then the tw- what is it? The twelve? The twelve? Magnificent the Seven. 
is it Seven Samurai? Oh yeah, yeah the Seven, Seven Samurai. Yeah, right. Seven Samurai yep. is was turned into a, a western. A lot of these movies yep. have been turned, and a lot of uh, Sadoichi movies have been turned into, into uh, American uh, movies. And... American movies, and usually it works out. So I think that that might have something to do with it. Okay. That yeah. also Terry Quinn is in it. Yes. Or Terry O'Quinn. I'm sorry, Terry, Terry O'Quinn. Is that his name? Yeah, right. Okay. Terrence Quinn. Yeah. Uh, he is. Um, and if you, uh, he's one of my favorite character actors of all time. In fact, there's probably a bunch of good character actors I in the movie. It might be a, are. it might be a need. Well, I might need to, I might need to revisit this movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I think I definitely got to watch it at some point in time. It's also, I think, set or takes place most of it or part of it in Reno, Nevada. Of course. Which is, which is not many. The movies Las do. Vegas of not of. of. <laughs> The biggest little city in the world? I mean, come on. Why don't yeah. more movies take place in Reno, Nevada? Is it so is he like a Vietnam vet? Yeah, he's is a blind Vietnam vet who okay. wields a samurai sword, but it, that is disguised as like a, as like his walking stick. Okay. And then so like I, he his friend he goes to visit his friend maybe he goes to visit his friend in Nevada or Reno or something like that, but who learns who's like in trouble with like, I don't know, mob or bad people or whatever, blah 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 blah. Something. Well, I so I'm I'm just quickly browsing the Wikipedia page, and I just realized <laughs> that this was one of those movies where Siskel and Ebert both gave it a thumbs up, even though it probably stunk, and like the, like they saw the beauty of it. Right. I mean, there's something there's something to it, and I, it's I don't know if the storyline is actually even all that great, um, but there is there's something charismatic about Rucker Howard in that movie. That I think is very underrated and undervalued as far as f- fans. And, and when he died and I saw like, you know, all those like shout outs and tributes to him. I, I don't think I saw one mention of Blind Fury as like in his body of work that you should. So, care so about. is it safe to say that you think Blind Fury is Rucker Howard's masterpiece? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, Blade Runner, I'll, I'll go with a consensus. And I think Blade Runner is. He does. He does. He does have that amazing uh, monologue. Right, and I think even if I could just watch the scenes of him from that movie, I think I would just be happy. Right. Yeah, that movie's too goddamn long. Right, it's a little Sorry. long and whatever and stuff. And then there's another one. I, I a favorite of mine is is Nighthawks with Sylvester oh. Stallone. I don't know that. And so he's like a, Rucker Howard's like a. Uh, I don't know if he's like supposed to be German or like some sort of foreign terrorist who's like comes into town and. Sly, Sly Stallone is like the, it's almost like a, he's almost like Serpico kind of a role in a way where he's, he's a character actor. He's like, he's got a beard. He's got the long flowy hair with like the yellow sunglasses. Yo, how do I not know this fucking movie? Stallone is great in this movie. I think, I think if I remember correctly, he's great because he's not Stalloning. He's just, he's more of like an actor in this movie. And he's a cop who's, who just single-handedly goes after Rutger Hauer and then, if I remember, if I really remember correctly, there's like, I don't know if it's the end of the movie and stuff, but they're, the guy is stalking, I think, Lindsay Wagner. And also, just to like, no, Who's Billy. Who's the guy? Who's the guy? Rucker the guy Howard. Rucker okay, Howard. Okay. And he's the bad guy. Okay. And so, and also Billy so D. This... Williams is also in this movie. What? Yes, man. I'm telling Lando? you. Lando? Yes, you got to see this movie. Fuck. Dude, anyway, there's a really creepy scene great. where he's stalking Lindsay Wagner, I think, in her house. And he's like outside and she's doing the dishes or something. And like, there's, it's one of those first scenes, I think, remember in a movie that when I was younger that I was like, I, I was really creeped out about like watching stuff late at night and having the windows like open the curtains open that kind of thing it's like it so is Rucker Howard is Rucker Howard the bad guy he's the this? bad guy he's like a terrorist or something like that who happens to be stalking people in this town in America and that might be why it's why Blind Fury feels like such a departure for him because he always like he was wasn't he the bad guy in the hitcher Pro, yeah I think so yeah he was the guy who yeah 
Right. So there was that. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he was just a bad guy in everything. Yeah. Now, Surviving the favorite, game. My favorite Rucker Hauer movie, which <laughs> probably comes as no surprise, and this might actually lead into a little bit of a movie diatribe, but if if I if I had to choose my one of my favorite casts of any movie of all time, and Rucker Power plays a huge role in this, is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, exactly. It is it has everything that I ever cared about as a, like a preteen. <laughs> it's got Pee Wee Herman, Luke Perry, and Rucker Howard. Mm-hmm. So those are like I mean you don't that's it. Don't, you yeah. don't even get into Christy Swanson. Right. She doesn't even matter. Who cares? Oh, yeah. and don't forget Donald Sutherland is also right. Working. Exactly. Yep. And Don, so so and Rucker Howard, Rucker, the team of Rucker Howard and Paul Rubens, aka Peter Herman, are so good. They play off each other so well. It is like they have this great rapport, and it totally works. Like there's never anything too dark, but they play it just dark enough. And I. That to me is like the quintessential. Like that's Rucker Howard. He just stayed in his lane. Mm-hmm. He knew exactly what, how, how hard and how far to take a role. He never overdid it, I, and it, as far as I'm concerned. And I, I feel like he maybe got passed over a little bit in his recognition because everybody just wants to go right to Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. But I think this guy was probably in like fifty fucking movies. Oh, definitely. He's been in a lot. And and I sort of looked up his filmography or whatever you want to call it, but. And he's been in a lot of movies too that you were like, oh yeah, he was in like that movie or this movie or what you know, and like so. I don't know. If was he, he ever... even? Was he even? Was he Dutch? Did he? he English wasn't his first language. Yeah, he's. I, think, I believe he's Dutch or something like that. Yeah, right. Well, there something you like go. A so great Dutch actor. One more movie that I I have not heard about. I don't know about it, and I just saw this as, as doing the research on him a little bit. But now I need to watch this, and it's called Hobo with a Shotgun. I've I've seen this fucking movie. Have you seen it? Yes. Oh, is it good? It's not. Oh, it's not. You but want it to be good? Keep, it's, so people keep mentioning it though. Yeah, I mean, it, so remember when like Tarantino was doing all those fucking grindhouse movies? Yeah. So it was it was one of there was a fake grindhouse. It was I think it was a trailer for one of the grindhouse movies because there was Death Proof. And Planet Terror, right. I believe, were the two grindhouse movies, which I loved. I, I loved I loved that Rob Zombie got to play in that. I love Eli Roth. He's one of my favorite directors of all time. And I think that Hobo with a Shotgun was like, oh, we'll actually make this movie. And I didn't love it, oh. personally. Now, I could go back to it, but I, I, I didn't love it. Well, now, that's, a hard, that's a hard transition then from, from doing the fake – movie and then actually going hey you know what let's make an actual movie about this well did you see machete because machete was i think one of the the same things machete was danny trejo yeah and he and that movie worked i fucking loved machete so um, maybe i need to go back to hobo with a shotgun yeah because i I thought machete that was based off i don't know i we're we're wasn't machete one of the wasn't the wasn't one of the grindhouse it might have been it might have been Maybe that's what it was. Maybe I was confusing it was with like, like one of his other roles that was smaller, and then they made a movie of that or something. You know, it was like he was a secondary actor in that movie. But well, so, so just to just to keep our fucking listeners <laughs> p- potentially like entertained and and up to date, uh, did you see did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet? I have not. Okay, I'm debating whether I want to see it or not because I'm not really all the into Tarantino movies anymore. 
Right. So that's the problem, right? Tarantino movies have become these like gore fest, like right. head explodes. Yeah. The Hateful Eight was maybe one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. I didn't love Django Unchained. I didn't love. Glorious Bastards, I, I couldn't stand. Yep, it's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, this movie is fantastic. Oh. You, you should go see it. Okay. It's fucking incredible. Okay. Uh, not just because Luke Perry is in it. <laughs> Rest in peace. Right. The great Luke Perry. But, uh, and not just because Timothy Oliphant's in it, but Ooh. it has so incredible cool. acting in it. Okay. They're, they're, I think it is well worth going it, to check out. It feels and it looks like from what I've seen in the trailers and stuff, it feels more of like a classic old kind of style Tarantino movie. It It's more dialogue driven. Right. It's, there are, there's very little gore in it. There's right. a lot of suspense. It's very dialogue driven. It's, yeah. I, 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 just to keep saying that, but it feels like a, a good old seventies movie. Yeah. It's long. Right. It's and like my wife loved it. Oh. Um, which I was shocked by. Okay. She, <laughs> she was like, what's that movie about? And I said the Manson family. And she thought I just said a family. <laughs> and so she went into it. She was like, so what's this? Fa- this is a family movie. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, it's about, it's about the Manson family. And so then she was all freaked out the whole time. So, Oh, it's, uh, man. Oh, I, I, I deceived my wife. But good. yeah, I think that. But it, it was a happy ending for her. So that's good. Yeah. And yeah. and uh, spoiler alert, it's a it's a it's it's Brad Pitt at his fucking coolest. Great. Like, Perfect. it's just if that's you. What I want. Yeah. yeah. It, it's him at his fucking coolest. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and not a ton of cameo, like weird cameo things. There's like, of course, there's a uh, what's his name? Michael Madsen makes a quick, tiny little of course. appearance, but right. he's in everything. Right. Yeah, I fucking loved it, and I would love for you to just if you maybe you'll hate it, but and I, I've, but no, I've not I th- heard otherwise. I think I, I will like it because it's not his last four or five movies. It's it's more of like his his earlier works. It feels like the style and the and the it's uh, it's the, it's the more it. it's more Kill Bill right than it is than it is Glor- Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, which, I, right. which I think Kill Bill is probably the last movie I really enjoyed of like the, of his movies and stuff. I've actually really like would watch well, it. Oddly, yeah, I I'm with you 100. percent I think I I love that's the last movie that I really loved of his. Yeah, like Jackie Brown. I like Jackie Brown. I liked Jackie uh, Brown. Pulp Fiction is nonstop right, amazing. Right. Reservoir Dogs is great. Yeah. And, and the early movies that he was just associated with, uh, True Romance is maybe yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time. Exactly. Right. Uh, check it out. They're more story driven. They're more you know right like you're saying dialogue and those kinds of things. And I think that's what he's better at anyway and stuff. And he got he's gotten too far away from that. Yeah. So so. I go go to this and go right. in the theater. It's we'll do. Totally it. Worth it. All right, we'll do it. I'm sold. All right, I'm going to. Wow, it. we fucking killed a lot of time. We good have. Job. Good for us, huh? That's good because I don't have a ton of talk about it as far as sports are, is concerned, but That's I do fun. have old story that I've got some information on. Okay, right? yeah, I've been, I've been waiting for you to bring this up. Okay, so I've as I mentioned in the past, I have a uh, I have an acquaintance here in Pittsburgh, uh, Jim Malone, uh, who is the husband of a friend of mine. Um, and he is the strength and conditioning coach for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yes. Right. Now, last week you had asked me if I'd seen this brawl between the, the Reds and the, uh, Pirates. and the Pirates, mm-hmm. which I think was what that probably happened like two weeks ago by now. I think, right? Yeah, I think so now. Yeah. And basically what it was, was the, uh, Reds pitcher was he, he was, I think what did he, did he get kicked out of the game? Or did he just decide to turn and walk? No, so the, 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 the manager or the pitching coach came out to, and, and was pulling him out of the game. He was done for the day. And it was, I think this was later in, in the game. 
I, I, I think the I, score was like 11 to 2. Yeah, something. And then this guy was, I don't even think this guy was the starter. I think he's a relief pitcher. So even at his job was sort of done at some point in time. He gave him the ball and he started walking off the mound. And if you watch the video, you don't realize that he's going kind of in the wrong direction. You just think he's, and he's getting mad. And all of a sudden he's, and then he starts pointing and then he starts kind of running. And all of a sudden you realize he's running towards the, the pirate dugout. And the rest is fucking bomb. And the rest is just madness. It's insane. Just like he took on the whole up. team there for a second, basically. I mean, there was at least three or four guys when he, when initially when he threw, started throwing punches. It was, it so was incredible. Now, so now let me tell you my, my insider story. Right. Are you ready for yes. this? Okay. So I, Jim, who is a trainer for the, for the pirates, he does not wear a uniform. He's not a uniformed coach. So yep. he is not allowed on the field once the game of play has taken place. Okay. Right. That is the rule on all trainers. And coaches that are ununiformed, which is hilarious because you see like 80-year-old dudes who are like in fucking uniforms. <laughs> anyway, that's besides the point. Jim uh, used to work in the Padres organization and Chris Young used to work with him at the Padres. Former Chris pitcher. Young, who's now – what? Former pitcher? Former pitcher and now I think is the head of Major League Baseball player operations. Oh. He works under Joe Torre. Okay. But they're still good friends. Like they were in each other's weddings, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Chris Young, um, and Jim are on the phone. Just, just John, like just catching up. They're on the phone okay. and this fight fucking breaks out while Jim is on the phone with Chris Young and Chris Young goes, uh, Jim, you might want to get off the phone. <laughs> He's watching his team all of a sudden in a huge brawl. And Jim goes, can I go out there? And Chris goes, yes, you have the, you have the league's permission. And so Jim fucking takes the permission and he's the first guy out on that fucking field. That's amazing. And the first person he goes after is that Jim used to play in the minors and he played with David Bell, who is now the coach of the Reds. Right. So the first thing Jim does is go after the person he knows. Right. Which is the other team's manager. He was already kicked out of the game, I believe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then was was like one of the hottest dudes on the on the field though when he once he came back in there he was like he was ready to brawl with everybody himself yeah and so fucking jim who had the permission of the league just by happenstance <laughs> went after the person he knew who was the most fired up and probably was the only person who could pull them off of anyone probably. so you've got this pirates coach taking the reds manager and basically like like bear hugging him <laughs> and jim's a big motherfucker and david bell played i mean i remember he was like on the on the phillies for a minute okay um so yeah, that was that I just learned like just the other night that it was like this weird like lineage like I it just goes to show all these fucking people know each other yeah yeah totally and how much of like a, a sorority or fraternity <laughs> baseball is somebody and, and so so if you watch the fight if you want to see Jim yeah you now can you now know that that's the guy if you just look for the guy that's like bear hugging uh, David Bell the, yeah the bald. bald fucking giant man yeah. Yeah. yeah great that's amazing that's my dude that's incredible yeah. so. Uh, and, and maybe I'm hoping that when you're in town, you'll get to meet him because uh, oh, because the, the pirates play the Mariners and um, he oh, won't come on the show because fine. we talk about gambling and that is a conflict. Uh, sure. That's for fine. MLB. That's fine. Um, so we won't be able to get him on the show, but I will get little tidbits like that, which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty fucking cool. Fantastic. Yeah, that is. That's great. That's an amazing. That's an amazing uh, a different angle to this. This whole story that, that no one, no one else has, Chris. On their no show. one has that. No, no one, one has knows that. No one has that it's insider incredible. information. They, I didn't know that coaches ha- couldn't come on the field. 
Yeah, well, it makes sense. And like they just wear like a windbreaker or something or some pirate gear or something, but not exactly. uniforms. Right. Exactly. That's that's actually quite amazing. Um, I don't know if you want to move on or not, but I have one other baseball story that, that relates to you and, and your Philly fandom. And I don't know if you know oh, about this one. Or lack thereof. But yeah, <laughs> go right ahead. I'll be jumping on that bandwagon if they make the wild card. Don't, don't you worry. Don't like every other good yep, Philly fan. Exactly. So uh, apparently, Chris, the, uh, the Phillies are going to court or potentially going to court over their beloved mascot, the Fanatic. Wait, what? Yeah, you haven't heard about this? No. Okay, so back in 1978, the Phillies hired a firm, like a marketing or some kind of you know creative firm or something to help them create uh, a mascot for the team, okay. right? Hence the Philly Fanatic and the yep. green outfit costume kind of thing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So It's the stupidest fucking thing. It's the stupidest fucking thing, but everyone loves it. It's a national, you know, everyone knows it across the country, right? It's, yeah, it's, he's it's, a good, it's, I mean, besides, it's legendary. I think it's even, it's probably more, wouldn't the, you put it up the there? Chicken? I mean, San Diego chicken, Yeah. I think for old fucks, but I don't think people even know that guy anymore. Yeah, I don't know if how relevant the chicken is anymore or something, but the Fanatic is still out and about. And, Fanatic is out there. But they there. came Mr. about in the same Mr. time. Mr. Met frame. is out there. Right. Those are Mr. the two Met. that I would say are probably Mr. the Met. most well-known. And the Mariner Moose. No. Um, <laughs> is there a moose? <laughs> yeah, it's the Mariner Moose. Yeah, wow, man. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That came out in like the, I don't know if that was the early 90s or late 80s or something maybe. It was probably right around when Griffey was coming. In the, I, I mean, I can't shit on it. Like, at least it's not a fucking not green bad, monster who's the... got a fucking party, <laughs> a party favor in its right. mouth. Like, that <laughs> doesn't even look like anything. Anyway, so now this this marketing company or whatever, uh, which is named Harrison Erickson, that's the, that's the name of the company, um, okay. is fighting the Phillies about the rights to the Fanatic. What? So apparently the story goes is the Phillies paid... The, this company, about $215,000, I think back in like the late 80s or early 90s or something around there, as like a one-time rights for the, for the rights to the Fanatic costume. Okay. Right? So I guess, I guess that this company came up with a costume idea. The Phillies came up with a name, the Fanatic, and then they helped him create a costume for it. Now this company wants to terminate the agreement and renegotiate so they can get paid millions of dollars... That's such bullshit. Otherwise, they want they'll make the fanatic a free agent by like June 2020. And then he could go to any team. Yeah, apparently they think that he could be a free agent and and just sign with any other team who wants the fanatic is the dumbest thing I think I've ever heard in my life, Chris. Yeah, this is fucking like bullshit. Nobody wants the fanatic as their mascot once it's already been someone else's mascot. Also, like, what? Why? Why ruin something great? Yes. Why does everybody have to ruin everything? Exactly. Great? Just be like, yo, you know what? We invented the Philly fanatic. Let's fucking build on that. Right. Let's or be, be like, the company hey. that invented the fucking fanatic. Right. Right. And I, that's, I, that's, I, I can only imagine that's the only reason this company is probably still around since the, the late seventies. Right. Is Harrison, that you Harrison. know, like Harrison? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like that. That's your name or your company? Like, come on, man. Like, just. You're not relevant. You don't matter. You're 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 whatever you are. You're just a you're just a company who came up with one great idea, maybe a few others along the years. But don't don't make this thing about you and your rights no. to a stupid mascot. Like nobody cares about mascots. Nobody. Well, kids do. Like kids. yeah, but they don't care about who or what that mascot is. They just know that there's something in their face who's making them giggle and laugh. Yeah. And, and falling down that, and making. I think you know, that the Philly fanatic, if memory serves. The Philly Fanatic was invented 
to just be like a fraggle. Like it yeah. was just it was just because like the Muppet Show is it was hot. big. Yeah. And so like they all were mascots. Like, oh, just... Yeah, they're they're taken from something else because they're hot at that certain point in time. Right. Yo, remember hip hop, the fucking Sixers, like no. really disrespectful fucking <laughs> rap rapper do rag wearing <laughs> rabbit mascot. Oh, God no. Yo, no. that's a fu- that's one for the fucking ages. Right? They should bring back if they lose if they lose if they lose <laughs> fucking fanatic, they should have to bring back the goddamn They probably will because they're not creative or clever enough to do anything else. Yo, dude, hip hop, you gotta fucking <sighs> you that's you why the Toronto Raptors were, were named the Raptors in the 90s because the freaking Jurassic Park movies were hot and popular. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's that's a whole reason. Remember when I had purple Raptors and teal as colors back in the 90s? Hey, if you, did you ever hear of a fucking – did you ever hear of a, of, of a Raptor before that movie? No. Like, there was there was brontosaurus. Right, T-Rex. There were, T-Rex. There was no raptor. No. And then all of a sudden the raptor became – like their team is named after a fucking dumb movie. Right. Exactly. I hope they finish dead last. <laughs> I hate them so much. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. you hate them. <laughs> you got fucking – you got to look up hip-hop. There's all I don't these, even know if I can, man. There's all these great things. It's like hip hop is dead because there was that was also a song that was really popular at the time. It was a Nas song, and so there's all these things that like hip hop is dead. Hip hop is dead. Oh my god, this looks terrible. I know, it's pretty sad, man. Uh, hip hop. Why is it a rap? Oh, hip hop. Yeah, yeah. He wore do rag. Yeah. Oh my god, this is like really bad. And I think he wore like he wore like a sunglasses and gloves. Yeah, and he had a thing around his neck. He had like a a, a headband on his neck because that was like a thing that people did back then. <laughs> I just wish it was Ben Franklin. I wish did the whole mascot was only Ben Franklin. Isn't it, isn't I it love, like a bear now or something? I don't fucking care. Or like some I sort re- of animal. I really like the Bren, the Ben Franklin Sixers logo. I love the way that like he totally. looks. I have a sweatshirt with it on it. I wish that that was the fucking. They've got yeah. they've got old they're they're bringing back retro uniforms I think this year I saw something about where it says really? like um I think it says like seventy in small print cursive above the Sixers Ooh. but it's like yeah. old school like I don't know if it's sixties or seventies or whatever it was it kind of it, it's it's retro enough but it's it looks kind of cool I kind of like down. it yeah. Wow, I just found a picture of hip hop with oh, Alan Iverson. Which I think is how they yeah, it's so sad. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh moving away from Please. from the great world of mascots. <laughs> uh Chris, do you have any other like big sports news that you wanted to break? Do you have any gambling tidbits that you wanted to put out there? Uh yeah, well I did want I mean if you want to follow up on a few uh gambling ideas and things from last week. Yes, I would. Uh, circle, and I think one thing I wanted to sort of bring up uh, that was related to our new favorite football team. Wait, which one's I that? Don't know, I don't know if you watched uh, the season premiere of Hard Knocks. I did not. I didn't think we were going to. We talked about this before. Neither of us, I think, I thought we were high on watching it. It's terrible, but now that I want to be all in on the fucking Raiders, <laughs> I think I'm going to watch it today. I might. I'll, I'll start watching it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Let's sure. do it. Let's, okay. Let's Is it a weekly like every- thing? I think so, yeah. Okay. And the, everyone else fucking talks about it, so we sure, might why as well. Why not? Yeah, it's the Raiders too. I mean, it's kind of a. If there's one I was gonna watch of these hard knocks things, it's kind of the Raiders. I, I feel like Thank with you. Gruden I and the whole thing, Antonio, Antonio, Brown. Antonio. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Plus this new rookie running back, everyone's high on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Down. Um, speaking of 
well, I guess we didn't really talk about the quarterback, but uh, <laughs> that was a really Which great, quarterback? That was a really good segue, Derek Carr. We did talk about him last week because I'm very high on him. You are very high on him. I Wait, think are you high on him? I'm curious. Are you high on him from a purely football playing perspective or more of a fantasy football perspective? From a stats perspective, not right. from fantasy necessarily. Okay. I guess it well, would, that would fall into to that. Fantasy, right. But I, but I think, uh, I think what I want, I think he's going to lead the league in passing. That's Whoa. what I think, regardless yards? of how they do. Yep, yards. Whoa. Ooh, that's a good one. I have a. I think I have a. Um, I think I have a gambling prop on that. There is a. Pro- you can get. You can get. Yeah, most passing cool. yards in two thousand. I want to see Derek Carr's plus sixty six hundred. Isn't that great? Nah. Yeah. That feels like that. I feel like he could do it. Yeah. Especially because that's a that's is not contingent on him winning or losing. Right. And I feel like there's going to be some players that that fall back and slump a little bit. Right. The 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 best players I'm guessing are like. Roethlisberger, Breeze, Brady, Mahomes, those guys are Ryan, all. Ryan, Rogers, Luck are the top four. Yeah, Roethlisberger's top five. I, I, I would put some, I would put some money on that. Okay. That's a, like, Garoppolo what, what? plus five thousand. Fuck, I think Garoppolo sucks. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I have a feeling he's not going to be as but, good. But, as but with that offense and and potentially, I'm just thinking like like you like it kind of big big play offenses, um, um, puts up a lot of stats potentially. I mean, that's why I'm a little worried because of with Gruden and, and his his you know I don't know if he's ever ranked high in offenses you know necessarily over the years while he's coaching, but he's never maybe had an offense quite this has this much potential to it too either maybe I'm not sure so um, I'm, I'm so I'm I'm okay with you I'm okay with uh, with going with Carr here as sort of a long shot there. Well, so here's one thing I this is a little insider uh, trading information. Ooh, nice, I love uh, it. Derek Carr and I know everyone is focused in on Tom Brady putting up his his uh, Massachusetts home for sale and what the implications of that are. But I think more importantly, Derek Carr just bought a house in Las Vegas. He did, and it's down the road or almost right next to John Gruden. Boom. They are neighbors. Boom. So how awkward would that be if he got rid of Derek Carr? Weird. And then lived next to him. It would be very awkward. <laughs> it would be. Now, that's a good Hard Knocks episode, I think, actually. It is. Yeah. So to me, that is a more important thing. I I just keep an eye on Derek Carr, man, and and yeah, it might translate to to fa- fantasy points, I guess, or fantasy sure, whatever info success if you want. Right. But okay, all right. That's a, I, I don't want this to become a fantasy podcast. No, no, no. We will never do that. We'll never. But obviously, I I just wasn't sure if you were talking about that last week. As far as like, and that, that's more what I meant. I think is 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 more stats based. Like, he'll put it's up incredible numbers. Yep. But it won't translate to winning. I think he's going to lead the league in passing. Okay. Great. So there's a good there's a good long shot. Uh, yep, put it out there. Bet for put, you. Put your money on it. Okay, Chris. Now that we've been talking about quarterbacks, yes, we we do this. We do another prop bet every season with the rookie quarterbacks, and how many starts for each quarterback for the nineteen season. So, we'll start with with probably the worst one out there. Daniel Jones, quarterback, Giants. Yeah. Over under four and a half. Wins starts just starts, starts. Just starting oh, games over a yeah. million a fuck yeah you think so dude Peyton Manning or Eli Manning sucks yes but he sucked for the last two or three years and they keep going I know, with but, him but New York fans man they're fucking edgy and they're gonna be like we want to see the kid if they drop their first if they drop if they're two and six mm-hmm. if they're two and six mm-hmm. you're telling me that they don't. Sniff out the fucking rookie QB. 
I don't, my problem with this, yes, I, I agree, you're right, they do. But my problem with this is I don't know if this guy is good enough to, for them to give him stars. Doesn't matter, dude, four and a half, that's, uh, Ryan Leaf got fucking four and a half starts in his rookie year. Yeah, but he was the number one overall pick. I mean, this guy is not supposed to play necessarily. They're supposed to be all in on Eli still and give him, I, here's, okay, so here's my break point is probably 10 games, maybe 12 so it's I, I still think I think that I think five is is probably realistic here. It's four or five games. I think is I'll go the over with you. I'll go the over with Thank you. Thank you. Because I think yeah. I think even with ten games, even mark if it down. Right. Mark if it they're, down. Um, mark it down. Right. If mark they're uh, three and seven or something, or four and six, which I think is is pretty. That would be really impressive if they win four games by ten game. You know, within ten games, I think is. I don't. I think they're going to be terrible. I think. I think either the Giants or the. Bengals will have the worst record in football this year. The Bengals are going to be very bad. I think the Bengals are going to be very bad. They are going to be very bad. I think the Giants are going to be worse than everyone thinks. I think their over-under is like five or six games, I think. It's five. And I I like the over, actually. Hmm, I think they can sneak five wins. I think they can win five games. Okay. that's why I like the over on the Giants and the under on the Jets, okay. which is what I said last week. I yep. think Although now with the Jets, follow up from last week, they have signed two really good offensive linemen. One of them is the center, uh, Khalil, who retired from Carolina, but now he's back with the Jets. I'm not sure he, he'll be better than what they have. And then the other guys, they traded for a guard from from Baltimore, uh, Lewis, who was injured most of last year, but who was, spe- who was their starting left guard. Yeah, he passed his physical, and they they and they, they cut him, or they were going him. to cut him, and then the Jets came in there with a draft or a traded a draft pick for him for next year. So I think that it it greatly improves our offensive line, which means it might get him another win or two. So now we're still getting close to that six or seven wins potentially. I think. And then you just about. factor the Gase factor. That's three wins right there. <laughs> Who has an incredible? I just read that he has an incredible record in close games. And I he's think a, I think the Jets will be good or have a lot of close games. And he he's flipping. like he's like twenty seven and ten or something in close games in his in his career as a with Miami as a head coach. I think are we fl- are we flipping the script on the on the Jets? Are we are we I, liking I can't, the Jets? I can't. I'm not quite there yet. Maybe eight wins. Maybe they get to five hundred. But I think that's that's expecting a lot though. So in in, in best the same case scenario is they get to eight wins. I think of the underdog teams that I think are going to be good. The Bucks are in town on Friday. Okay. We got we got Tampa Bay. We got Bruce Arians' triumphant <laughs> return to Pittsburgh to the Steel City. Tickets are ten bucks. Ooh. It's ten block walk from my house. I'm supposed to go to dinner with my wife. Do cool. I figure out a way to go see? Can you just go for the first half? Football. I mean that that's kind of dinner time. Oh, <laughs> like no, it doesn't start till dinner time. Yeah. Uh, can what you have you a think? late dinner? Can you have a late dinner? Talk her a late dinner. Go to the you game. Think? Go to the first half because that's maybe in the first quarter because that's all you probably want to see anyway of this game. Should I just take her to the game? Take her to the game we'll and then take her out to a really nice dinner. Like that's the a good best idea. place in Pittsburgh. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's a good way to get divorced. But I like it. <laughs> just be like, listen, we're going for the first quarter and then I'm taking you to the best restaurant in town. Like that's a that's a that's a good compromise. Okay. Yeah. And get her like a so bottle of champagne or something. <laughs> Okay, so four and a half. The best, or I could take her to the best vendor in the stadium. 
<laughs> there you go. You're like, baby, yeah. whatever you want. Whatever you it want. doesn't have to be a hot dog. You can Chili you can cheese get, fries. Yeah, you right. can get the chili cheese yeah, fries, girl. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You're worth it. The bucket of chicken wings or the bucket of chicken tenders or whatever. I feel like I want to just see what's going on with that. I think you should. I, I, I don't think I don't think you're gonna see. I don't think we're gonna see really what's going on with the Bucks. But I want to see that maybe they've got a little bit of something. A little and bit of something, and that's what I'm saying. All you need is first quarter because the starters are only probably gonna play the first quarter, if that. I'd like to see the first half because I want. I kind of want to see this the this uh, Rudolph guy, the Steelers. Okay, you could probably back. get. You could probably go with like a like the first the first drive or the first plays in the second quarter. Yeah, and then because then obviously at that point you're going to be like, why am I here watching this yeah. game? Nosebleeds are nosebleeds are eight bucks. I mean, perfect. You, I, perfect. Th- to me, that's worth it. Right? It's totally worth it. It's totally worth okay. it. I think Great. I think she'll understand. Yeah, I hope she does. Yeah, I and then she... make her breakfast the next day or whatever. You know, oh my god, dude. spice. You, mean, you know, get get you know, every add, day. Yeah, you mean what I do every fucking day? <laughs> I was up at six thirty making smoothies this morning. Dude. This is my life. You, you see, yep. House husbands. Because I'm a smoothie. We should, I'm a smoothie. We should have our own reality show, House Husbands. Yeah, we yeah. should. <laughs> or we could just change the name of this podcast. <laughs> oh, that's actually not a bad it's not a bad title. <laughs> House Husbands. House Husbands. Okay, next quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, Washington. Yeah. Over He's, under. Game started. Yeah. Seven and a half. Ooh. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I won't do murder was the case like that. Okay. I won't do murder as a case like that. That's cold blooded, man. <laughs> Wait, so you so Colt McCoy starting this first preseason game. He's apparently the odds on favorite to start the season. Yeah, but Colt McCoy's garbage. Well, okay. But I don't know if Washington knows that because he's been on this roster for like three or four years. Yeah, dude, it, he's terrible. He's, don't worry about it. Okay. 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 Wait, so oh, there's another I, side. I, under. There's so, another. So take, under, take the under. On Dwayne Haskins. Under on Dwayne Haskins is a guarantee. Okay. So what's Garin's. the over-under in case then? Well, I'm, are we doing that? Let's not do that. I just, no, I'm just curious what you think. How many games do you think case starts, actually? I think case starts most of the season. Okay. I, think the, I think that the Redskins okay. make the playoffs behind Case Keenum. Whoa. Yep. What? Yep. I didn't think you thought that. Oh, this is mind-blowing. Oh, my yep. God. Yep, this wow. is a hot take. This is a hot take. Oh my god, you're all in all of a sudden. You just thought of this, didn't you? Yep. <laughs> I and tell. I love Dwayne Haskins. I, I know. Love Dwayne Haskins. I think I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the over on Dwayne Haskins because I think at least you're halfway crazy. through the season you're crazy. Though they they won't do. He's the future. He's the future. They learned from they learned from. Uh, they don't learn anything. That's the one thing I've learned name. about the Redskins like, is it? they don't learn anything. That's true too. That's okay, true. next one. Uh, who else have we got? Oh no, uh, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the over? Wait, why do I have? Uh... Kyler Murray's got to be like sixteen games. Like, they fucking they burn the house down to get his ass in there. Oh, that's weird. I have this is written down as interceptions. I don't understand why it's interceptions. I thought it was gonna be. Oh, I guess starts because he's gonna be starting every game. So that yeah. yeah, that doesn't make sense. Anyway, all right. So Kyler Murray interceptions over under fourteen and a half. Over. He's garbage, dude. He's five foot ten. He's gonna be such a fucking wash. I think he's gonna throw a lot of interceptions. I also think he's gonna throw a lot of touchdowns. Just, I'm not even sure that offense is actually gonna translate well either, though. But I think um, we'll see what happens. All right, I got three more Kyler Murray props in for you because I I like the fact that you think he's garbage and I'm kind of high on him. Okay, you would be. Um, Kyler Murray passing yards over under thirty two hundred. Uh, I agree with you. I think it will over because they'll just be forcing it, and yep. he's gonna play every game. Right. 
And he's going to, like, hopefully he doesn't get injured, I think. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. Uh, Kyler Murray, rushing yards over under 475. I don't know shit about this dude. I don't know if he's a runner. He's fast. He's a runner. That's part of his game. I think they're, I think he's going to be running a lot. Now, um, is he Lamar Jackson running? I'm not entirely sure. But so for how many did fucking Patrick Mahomes rush for last year? Uh, I'm not even entirely sure. Like Russell Wilson's best year, I think he had 500 yards rushing. Yeah, but that, well, that, do you, so is that who the comparison is? To some degree, like I think he, he's a runner. He's not. I, he's not Lamar Jackson, where he's he's going to be running a lot, and he's and he's and he's just, you know like he's supposed to run probably more than than not. So four seventy five feels like. Um, Patrick I, Mahomes rushed for two hundred and seventy two yards. Yeah, I I would say he, I'd go under. I, I'm going under. I would say like he'll probably get to like four, maybe four fifty. Under. Under. All right, go on. Lock it in. Under. All right. And I got one more. This is our boy. Different guy. I I would take all of this money. Total starts. Josh Rosen. Yep. Okay. Over under is at 10 and a half. Ooh. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Now, from everything I've been reading, everyone's like, you know, from the first week, people, you know, they were praising Patrick, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's right. going to be the starter, odds on fate. You know, like there's no he doubt about will. it. He probably will be, he which probably is will good. Be. But now there's been a couple of articles I just read in the last couple of days that says Rosen has actually been improving by leaps and bounds and he's narrowing the gap. So I don't know if he'll still start this season, but I think I'm taking over 10 and a half. Can I, can I get you? I don't, I don't want to jinx Rosen because he's my, he's my favorite yep. player. We're both rooting for him. Yep. Here's a I've I've got a I've got a prop bet for you that I just invented. Okay, but love it. Will Josh Rosen win more games than Kyler Murray? Ooh. Oh. Uh. Hmm. That's tricky because he might not have as many opportunities to win. That and, is tricky, but Kyler not sure has to play team... behind the same offensive line that Josh Rosen <laughs> played behind last year. Um, I will, man. I think Rosen wins at least six games. Ooh, I'm I'm a little higher on the Dolphins. I, I don't think they're, they're going to be that terrible. I said at least. Yeah, I said six at least. is four, five. Hmm. I'll, you know what? I'll say, yeah, I'll say Rosen wins more and it's okay. going to be by a game or so, but yep, it'll yeah, it'll be close. Right. I like agree. Arizona, I can see winning four or five games, maybe six. If everything is like, is really working for them and, and all these pieces come together and this offense is, is amazing. Uh, Kyler Murray going to suck, dude. He's going <sighs> to suck. I'm telling you, Kyler Murray's going to suck. I don't know. I, I, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not saying he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks and he's not going to be. Um, I, I don't, I just, I, I don't think he's going to, he's not, he's not terrible, right? He's not going to be the worst quarterback in the league. He's going to be good. I think he's going to be good. That team's fucking shit. He's yeah, gonna I, suck. I know, but like, I know there's so much into this because the, 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 the coach is, you know, he's a terrible coach. He had terrible success in college. I just, I don't know if it'll translate properly to the NFL. Like I feel this is Chip Kelly written all over me, all over it. Right. Yeah. But but yes. they put up. He's but Chip Kelly had a little bit of success, and, and they and his his team put up put up good offensive numbers. Right. So it's maybe this is kind of your Derek Carr theory, is that they put up good numbers, 
they just won't translate to success and wins necessarily. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any more props for me? Uh, we do, but we can get to, we can you know we can continue this next week. We're getting a little long here, so um, great. Let's 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 cut it there with our high on Rosen. Okay. I I still I still love Rosen. I know unnecessarily I I love Rosen maybe a little foolheartedly. Um, I am hoping I can make this Derek Carr bet. Let next week let's put let's play some real bets. Let's okay. Put, that sounds let's good. Let's put let's pick some bets to place and uh and I'll I'll call Ben Mo. And we'll get this thing fired up. Sounds good. Oh, I got one more thing for you. Why you should go to the Bucks game. Okay. Uh, you already had me. You had me at uh, divorce. <laughs> but this one might settle it. Although you probably won't see this guy until like late in the game, though, because he probably won't play until then, unfortunately. But Vincent Testaverde what? signed a contract to play for, uh, for the Tampa Bay Bucks. He Wait, is they... the son of Vinny Testaverde. That's awesome. He was undrafted. He refuses to be ref- called Vinny. He said that's his father's name. <laughs> <laughs> and he bounced around. He went from, he was a backup to Mahomes in Texas Tech. Okay. As, and I don't even know if he was like the backup behind Mahomes, but he was on the raw. He was one of the quarterbacks behind Mahomes. He didn't like it there or whatever. So he transferred to Miami to his dad's alma mater. Okay. Couldn't find success there. And then he, so he went to, I don't know if he went to a community college or he went to, and then he ended up somewhere, I think in Albany, like division two, Albany, upstate New York. And then went undrafted this past year and is probably not a very good quarterback. And, but didn't start until I think high school even. Um, so he's con- trying to continue his father's legacy in Tampa Bay with the Bucks under Bruce Arians. I'm kind of rooting for this guy. Okay, yeah. I will keep an eye out for him. Keep an See, eye out for this, him. I do need. He to has know. no chance of making this roster, or even I don't even know if he can make the practice squad. I'm not even sure if he's that good, but at least it's a good story. I, I'm I'm all in. Right. I can't wait for it. The other player I'm looking for, looking forward to hopefully running into, is Christian Scotland Williamson, uh, tight end. I th- I don't know where he is on the depth chart. Uh, he is the person he until last year had never played football. He's a, he's a, uh, a rugby player from, um, Oh, uh, from England. Yeah. His last name is Scotland, but he's from England. <laughs> uh, and he was a, be- he's a beast. If you, if you, the reason the Steelers went after him, he'd like, if you just look up his rugby, he just levels dudes. He's a, he was a great rugby player, Perfect. great stiff arm player. Great special so teams I'm, player. I am high on Christian Scotland Williamson. Hey, all right. The other reason I will be going to see the Steelers on Friday night and getting a divorce on Monday. <laughs> Fantastic. So I with can't, that, can't wait for the update. Should we be done? That's it. Let's go, Chris. All right. All right, bye.